Today on The Good Word, we're talking about what waits at the end of the journey. There's an idea in screenwriting called the MacGuffin. In order for your characters to get the plot rolling, they need to have some kind of want, something they want to try and chase down. Sometimes these wants are intangible, like finding love or gaining self-confidence, but it's much easier to plan action if the object is physical. This is where the MacGuffin comes in. It doesn't really matter what the desired object actually is as long as the characters want it and there's some obstacle in between it and them. The MacGuffin could be long-lost treasure, secret codes to a missile, a document proving so-and-so is the true heir, or anything else that fits the setting and motivations of the characters. What the heroes end up gaining in the end isn't as important to the audience as the journey they take in getting there. The cliché... Maybe the real treasure was the friends we made along the way may seem overused, but research has shown that audiences don't actually care or sometimes even remember what the real treasure was supposed to be. What's important is what happened along the way. This can be easy to recognize in movies, but a bit harder to see in our own lives. The necessities for survival, getting money, finding shelter, food, transportation, can all seem like ends instead of means. In our very commercialized and overworked society, that lure to devote time to matters of temporal value is so strong, but it's not unique just to our time. God warned of this trick often in his ministry. Third Nephi chapter 13 of the Book of Mormon gives not only a caution, but an alternative. Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt, and thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasure in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through or steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. It's not evil to like nice things, but when that becomes our sole focus, overriding our other duties, distracting us from friends and family, we begin to lose a bit of ourselves to inanimate objects. MacGuffins In his frequent clashes with governments angry at him for preaching the word of God, Paul often found himself in prison, only supported through the generosity of his fellow saints. In Hebrews 10, Paul praises the altruism of his friends and points to the greater treasure they had their hearts set on from the beginning. For ye had compassion of me in my bonds, and took joyfully the spoiling of your goods, knowing in yourselves that ye have in heaven a better and an enduring substance. Cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which hath great recompense of reward. For ye have need of patience, that, after ye have done the will of God, ye might receive the promise. Like in the movies, we don't get to jump to the exciting conclusion immediately. The reward at the end doesn't have any meaning unless we've done the work necessary in preparation. A call to patience is not the most appealing message, but it is honest. It's only through our trials and tests of mortality that the treasure in heaven will take on any meaning to us. The process of pursuing what's at the end is what changes us into creatures that can appreciate the reward. What's at the end of that journey does matter. It's the most important thing in the universe, eternal life and eternal joy. And that's the good word.